cool tournament, dude. You know, you got a lot of guys coming over from PGA Championship. Some played well, some did not. Some big shockers having Zalatoris and JT both missed the cut. We got Mito Pereira coming back, playing real real good golf, getting a T7. Yep. Scotty Scheffler said, oopsie, struggled a little last week, but I'm back, baby. Yeah, what? Gets in the mix. Where the fuck were you, buddy? I could have used you for a million dollars last week. <laughs> Guy just stiffed you one week and then comes in hot. Unbelievable. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, he was playing consistent. The yeah. first round, too, uh, to your point, sure. I mean, he did shoot a 66, which is obviously very good, but it was probably the worst 66 I've seen in quite some time. He was hitting the ball all over the place, especially in the front nine. So I was like, oh, shit, okay. You know, he's still playing like he did that back nine on uh, at the PGA Championship. But he figured it out, played some consistent golf throughout the whole week and found himself in that playoff against Sam Burns. Sam Burns, dude, the Sam young Burns. stud. He just keeps coming. You don't you feel can't the stop burn. Him. Yeah, he just keeps coming. You, every tournament, you think he's he just keeps giving his competition. Give competition. Give comp. Every every week, he throws his hat in the ring and he's swinging. Except for when I pick him. You Except know, for when Brendan picks him. <laughs> I'm pretty sure when I picked him a few weeks ago, he missed the cut. Also, so it's just yeah. Brendan. So secretly, Brendan is sabotaging Sam Burns. Sam, if you're out there. It's Brendan. When you have those bad days, Brendan is like that guy in Happy Gilmore that just like yells shit in your backswing and tries to run you over on the course. That's Brendan. You will not make this putt, you jackass. (laughs) (laughs) Zach with another victory on the week there. Man, he's just racking him up. I think it's six now on the year for you. I feel the heat. I feel like, um, you know, this lead is not safe. It's not safe. We're coming for you. Yeah. We're definitely coming for you. Welcome to Good Lies Golf. I'm Ryan Sherman, and I haven't played all week. Feeling pretty shitty about it. Across the way from me is Zach Grossman. He basically is just installing a kitchen all week. Really hasn't played any golf either. And then I got Brendan Lawson, who still just sitting in his garage eating caniacs, swinging that fucking club around, trying to get out there to play around. Guess we uh, have some work to do, gentlemen. We need to get out there, play some rounds. Sharpen our game. Get ready for this tournament. Welcome to Good Lies Golf. Yeah, the Charles Schwab. That was a hell of a tournament. Harold Varner. Can we talk about it? Yeah, how about that? I mean, he's in contention. Out there playing the back nine like I golf. Yeah, (laughs) the 45 is so relatable. That was a very relatable round of golf for the average golfer. He shoots under par every time. You know. think happened, Zach? What do you what do you as a golfer like like as a like a competitive golfer? What do you think happened to him in that moment? I think he just has gotten tight because he hasn't. He's been there at the end, but he hasn't quite pulled one out yet. He's a great talent, and maybe it's his uh, tee game, like you you were saying. I was saying that I did say to Brandon. I said his driving accuracy would be the thing, his Achilles heel, and that kind of really was for the most part, is Achilles' heel, I would say. Yeah, his putter hey. didn't do him any favors on that, that four putt. That's Oh, my goodness. That was that honestly hurt my heart when he did yeah. that. Yeah. He hit Everyone. it so hard. He just overpowered that shot. The I'm talking about the second shot. He just overpowered that thing. He flew past the hole. Like, that was, he was cooking. Yeah. Man. Got to pick your spots. Brandon, was your heart hurting watching all that? 
Honestly, dude, it was probably the closest I ever felt to being on the PJ tour. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I just, I, I felt like, Hey, that was me out there playing. And it basically was because I finally boys, I finally got out there and played this weekend. Oh, uh, wow. First, Look at you. First time in a month and a half. Oh yeah. What'd you shoot? Tell the boys. You know what? Probably the most proud 92 I ever shot in my life because I hit the ball pretty well. I could not put wow. worth a shit. Congratulations. 92 with five doubles and a triple. You I'll had a 92 with Zalatoris putting mode selected? Yep. <laughs> Damn. Yep. Zalatoris. No, literally, my, my scorecard looked like Harold Barner's. I, uh, I finished the round double, double, double. Oh, that's a menu item. No. Uh, in and out. <laughs> the double double animal style. That's right. Brendan shot a Fuck. menu item in in and out. Oh, that's a tough momentum halter. Yeah. Yeah. That well, one. yeah. I mean, it was, it was just, uh, I fell off on the last couple holes of the front nine and the back nine. I, the, the front nine I finished with a double triple. So. You know, I was I was sitting pretty there. I was probably going to shoot 40, 41. And so then, you think uh, you can go you know, toe-to-toe with Harold? Or nine game. If he plays like he did on the back nine on Sunday, I think I might have a chance, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I just, what a, what a tournament. That just shaped up. That surprised the hell out of me. I didn't see Sam Burns coming into anything to win. Honestly, he wasn't even I don't think Sam Burns. <laughs> Sam I don't think Burns. he saw himself coming into anything. <laughs> Sam, I, Sam I, Burns didn't even didn't know he was. <laughs> Dude, he was sitting there cold for two hours waiting for everyone to finish. Seriously. Yeah, that putt is he in, must have not thought he was in that playoff. Think about that. Yeah, he's he was, becoming a very clutch putter. Between the, those last two events that he's won. Clutch putter. The, the Texas wedge. We have to shout out the Can Texas we, yeah, wedge. Yeah, show some God damn respect on the Texas Wedge's name. I'm so sick of these stuffy golf clubs and, and golf pros and everybody looking at you weird when you're three feet off the green there or two feet off the green. You got a little weird fringe fucking shot. Why would you sit there and try to chip it and blade that thing into eternity when you could just take a nice easy putt and roll it to the fucking hole? Like, I don't understand why there's so much hate on the Texas Wedge. This might be up for debate. But you know me. You know where I stand. Yeah, I know exactly. I'll whip where that you thing stand. out from seventy yards out. I'm You're very le- liberal with your Texas wedge. <laughs> <laughs> but I, but I'll say, even when I'm on the fringe, that's basically the choice, and I see why. Look at these golfers, Sam Burns. That's Exhibit A. He won a tournament using a Texas wedge. Yeah, that's all it is. Absolutely. I also, I mean, I think putting off the green is something that the pros should do a lot because of how tight the grass is, all the aprons and the fringes. Yeah. Sometimes you get out on courses, though, where it's kind of longer and into the grain, and there I understand you want to fly it over the ground. That's the ground that's kind of, you know, an unpredictable hop, and you want to just get it on the green. Yeah, like a little bump kind of run. Yeah, a little bump and run. But the Texas wedge is elegant. It's something else. We're going to have to send uh, Sam T-shirt, only putter. Yeah, only, only putter. putter. Yep, only putter. Wow, that's great. Yeah, Maybe. So that's, uh, yeah, that's, I mean, that's playoff win number two for him with a uh, Texas wedge. Yeah, yeah, the same way he won it that last time was Texas wedge too. I don't want to hear anything about it. People keep shitting on the Texas wedge. Great Texas wedgeman. 
Wedgman. Wedgman. Yeah. Wow. This podcast episode is brought to you by, do you ever find yourself shooting a 106? Do you ever find yourself buying more than two black and mild packs per day? Do you have unpaid payments on multiple credit cards? Boy, do we have the alcoholic beverage for you. Fireball Whiskey. Fireball Whiskey has been around since 2004, and man, that shit sucks. But we're here to try to sell it to you because they can't sell it to anybody. That's why you see it at a deli countertop in a plastic jug for $4 a piece. Fireball Whiskey. It's the perfect drink. Cheers. Bringing you back into Good Lies Golf, this week we have the Memorial Tournament presented by Workday. And that's at the Mirfield Village Golf Club in Dublin, Ohio, which is a Jack Nicholas design, famous as fuck. Par 72, 7,543 yards, bent grass greens, and some thick, nasty rough. Man, Brendan, this is in your neck of the woods, baby. Ohio, not too far around the block for you, man. What's going on, Ohio boy? Yeah, 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 yeah. This is Jack's place. Jack's house. This is uh, this is his dream, man. This is what he came up with. He was hoping to come up with a uh, a course and a tournament that would somewhat rival Augusta. So this is kind of his concoction. It's a feature of the PGA Tour every year. It's been running for a really, really long time. It's, and it's one of only five tournaments given invitational status. So what that means is you consistently have 120 or so players, and they are top-tier talent. So oh. it, it makes for a really, really awesome tournament. Yeah. And and that's obviously named after the Muirfield Golf Links, where Jack Nicklaus famously won for the first time in the 1959 Walker Cup and you know won his first of three Open Championships there. Cool part about this property, too, is that it was where he used to apparently hunt rabbits with his dad. And he just wow. loved the property so much he bought it and then decided to, he was like, you know, I'm just going to make a golf course and create one of the greatest courses somebody could play on. No big deal. It's poetic. Man. It is poetic. How sick is that? He was 26 years old when he bought the land. That's it's like 220 that's acres, right? Yeah, nuts. And it's just. That's it just blows my mind. Like you're 26 years old and you just won all these things, and you're like, "Yeah, fuck it, I'll just buy all this land. I'll just make a giant ass golf course. Why not?" Duh. Yeah, what a great risk, man. Genius. Genius. <clears throat> that's how it started. Too. It was all started with the match. I think they were saying like it, it, his the first couple matches there to like hype up the tournament was like him and Tom Weisskopf, like they had challenges together and yeah, it was like a whole thing and yeah. series and shit. That's so cool. He held the course yeah, record gonna, at 66 yeah. for a long time. Yeah. 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 I was going to say, uh, yeah, exactly. To your point, Zach, uh, the, the course was officially dedicated on Memorial day, which is, you know, hence the Memorial tournament in May of 1974, which was an exhibition tournament between Nicholas and Weisskopf. Nicholas ends up shooting par 66 and holds the course record until 79. So mm. he's like, it's a nice long range. My course, yeah. everyone's my bitches. I'll see. Here's it. course record. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. You kind of put this event up there with the players and the WGC events. It's kind of like one of the, I would say it's a tied for fifth major. I feel like the, maybe the players is alone, but you have, 
all these great WGC events where guys want it just as bad and the the purses are right around there. Well, the purse is huge in this event. This might be one of the biggest purses on tour. I think it's over $2 million is the first place purse. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great yeah, it's, great way to attract the top talent. Yeah. Thank yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and I, no, I was going to say, uh, right there, that's a, that's a huge point, especially right now with uh, the environment of, where the PGA Tour is, and you have all these players that could potentially go over to the LIB, right? So what can they do to maintain status quo and, and, and keep the players uh, within the PGA? You know, I, I think building up and buffing up those purses, and I think this is one of those tournaments you're going to see that in. Yeah. You yeah, mean, these like guys are all working towards these 8 to 12 weeks a year where they, they want to be – performing at their peak and they've got these peaks and valleys that they're always dealing with and just trying to time correctly but and just, it's it's stressful like but in a general sense too do you think some of these golfers plan in their head strategically and say okay realistically these are the tournaments i have the best shot of winning because of my game and how i play and how i like this course yeah, and absolutely. then i'm going to use these other courses and tournaments as basically a, a prep and a warm-up with the field and kind of see who I'm playing or do you think there's more strategic like that? Or there's golfers that are just like, I'm playing every tournament. I want to win every time. Yeah. I read something recently about golf magazine. I think ever since tiger started coming out with, I, I guess Jack was the original tiger yeah. in the sense that he was just trying to win majors Winning and machine. that's, and that's what he cared about was major championship golf and just peaking for those weeks. And then Tiger broke out from that and had had his Tiger Slam where he won four in a row. And so all of these guys who are coming up under Tiger, who've watched him forever, all the top players right now, they're all trying to win majors. And they're just trying Got to it. time their, their peak performance for those four times a year or maybe six or eight. Right. If the you big, include like these today, like like Memorial like, right. and TPC Sawgrass and, and these other top events. But... The majors, you know, Brooks Kepka is really, you know, very vocal Prime example, about it. Yeah. He's just and and he does well in them. He's got four majors. So Yeah. So that's um, just the style of golf you're saying. It's a generational yeah. thing. They've it's grown up watching Tiger as an idol and that's what they want to be as a major winner golfer. Yeah, they just want to peak for those events. Mm-hmm. And it leads to a lot of heartbreak. I mean, you've seen with Will Zalatoris coming down the stretch with those leads and, you know, being there at the Masters. He's, he's knocking on the door. He's got to break through here just on his ball striking alone. How do you think Zally's going to do this week? You think he's going to shape it up or what? His putting's too scary with these fast-ass bank grass I don't greens? trust his putting. I've seen too many videos of the putter flying all over the place. <laughs> You've seen the Ridland putter. Yes, yes. <laughs> it has a mind of its own. Brendan's laughing. But yeah, I mean, the way I putt. It, it reminds me of that, and that's not good. So, uh, no, I, I I love Zally, but yeah, it makes it makes it difficult to put him in a lineup or bet on him um, outside of majors, just because his his record's un, unbelievable in rec, uh, you know majors. So you got to put him in a lineup. But yeah, yeah. I mean, he's always going to do solid. He's never going to not play well. I feel like, but he's he's just that with those bent grass greens that are going to be super slick. And they're probably they those greenskeepers are probably fucked with these around the greens so hard they probably tampered them down, made them super fast. And oh, they're going to be thirteens no, at no least. No grippy, no grip, no nothing. I feel like Zally's going to have a real hard time putting. I mean, I, I hate to say that, but his iron game is going to be flawless. 
but it's how's the putter? Yeah. How's the putter? How's the putter? Maybe Harold Varner and Will Will Z watch this and they they're like, fuck these guys. Yeah, and they have the best guys. week. Harold Varner's bat- drives are all he's just hits eighteen out of eighteen fairways Varner. every day and Zally just lights out putts. Yeah. Good for them. That would be epic. Hey. Go out there and win it. Speaking of putting surfaces, you guys see that they uh, resurfaced almost every single green out there and made adjustments to 14 of the greens. Yeah, saw that. Holy shit. Tell us Incredible. about that, Brendan. The amount of work that must have gone on. You used to work at a grounds no, crew, I, Brendan. What does that take? A lot of hard work and labor, man. Let me tell you, 13 <laughs> hours, wake up early. <coughs> My throat. Be a coal no, miner? dude. I mean, it's a... <laughs> Greenskeepers are up at like four, four thirty every day. Yeah, those guys hustle, man. Yeah, the ones who are serious are up at like the crack. I mean, who wouldn't with be lights serious? On. Who wouldn't be serious? You're out there trying to fuck with every pro golfer on planet Earth every morning. That's amazing. Imagine yeah. that job. You just wake up and that's your time. The guy of the, the the owner of the golf club when he gets that phone call that the tournament's going to be at his club, he goes up to his head's greenkeeper and he's like, "Hey." You're about to fuck up everyone's day. He gets probably <laughs> so hyped. No Jack one's gonna... Nicholas comes up to you and he says, I don't want him shooting more than five under. Oh my God. Take that serious. Imagine that fucking <laughs> conversation. And that's a real conversation that is definitely had. Yeah. hundred percent. Sounds more like that. that. We... Hey, uh, I, w- I don't want them shooting more than uh, five under. <laughs> <laughs> Golden Bears. <laughs> golden Bears. I, I'm the Golden Bear. I, I'm the best. Oh, Golden Bear, while we're on the topic, might as well throw a little bit out there for charity. If anybody didn't know, you can actually buy a bear for a nationwide children's charity. Did you guys know about this? You can, each year they do like a campaign. It's the Nicholas Children's Healthcare Foundation. And you can purchase a uh, limited edition Memorial Tournament bear, and it donates to a kid. Like, they give the bear to a, a kid in a hospital, or you donate a bear. Bear back. That's a great cause. Little bear back. It's 15 bucks. You can buy it on the website. Stop being cheap. Donate. Donate to the... Donate. Who doesn't want a cute little bear? Yeah, come on, man. Give a little kid a cute bear. What are you, a dick? Like, yeah, that's, man. that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Gotta give back a little bit, you know what I mean? Of course, We're man. all fortunate. We're all fortunate. Unless you're Will Zalatoris on the putting green. Yes. Oh. No, we love Zally. We, we do. Love oh, we we love his ball strike. I mean, come on, man. His strokes gained on approach is going to carry him in this tournament. I think that's what is going to put him in the top 10. Who would have ever thought that he, you know, that, that kid who caddied for Happy Gilmore would make it to <laughs> number, you know, a top thought? major champion. Who would have thought almost. he'd be a champion? Wow. Yeah. Or wow. near champion. He made it. We have, we have to get that guy's real name because I feel so bad we just keep talking about that actor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we just we just totally don't know that guy's name. Good for him. Will Zalatoris. Yeah. Will Zalatoris <laughs> looks like that guy from Will Zalatoris looks caddy. like Will Zalatoris from that movie. Yeah. yeah. Talk about players for this week, though, guys, to get cereal. I mean. Oh, man. Talk about some strokes gain players. Oh, we've got some we've got Whew. some very expensive players up there for our DraftKings. Yeah, that's why I'm trying to go I mean, more I, mid-range. I I went in the mid-range yeah. game. I don't want to spoil my pick, but I'll I'll throw another one out there like a little Gary Woodland would be good this week. He's a solid uh iron player. Great ball striker. Yeah, can can really hit it. I think he might Wants be a solid. Wants to prove himself sleeper. at Jack's place. 
Definitely. I don't want to get too deep into players here, with, but I feel like we have to talk a little bit about John Ron. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. John Rahm. John Rahm. I mean, he's going to be a big Rory. factor in this tournament. He's the uh, lead, I think, right, in DraftKings. He's number one is John Rahm. John Rahm. Yeah. Yeah, Rory. I mean, right, rightfully so. And rightfully he's, so. You know, he's won it, won it once before. Yeah. Yeah. And he's won it once before. You know, last year he was leading by six strokes after the third round. Ends up getting told he tested positive for COVID and has to withdraw. Wasn't that crazy? Heartbreaking. That was That was crazy. That was absolutely crazy. Yeah. He really took it well, too. And he and was, can't he was about like, to back-to-back that. Yeah. And, and I'm sorry, like, it's golf. Who cared if he had COVID? Yeah. You're outside. Like I feel like Cantley took it pretty well, too, Zach. Cantley took it pretty well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, sure. Fine. Uh, yeah, that I was good. I'll win. It worked sure. out for him. We'll see I what happens. Say, Hopefully he plays, you know, he'll likely to play all four days. This course is built for Cantley, though, and if we're going to talk about a guy that's trying to build for major champions... Come on. Oh. This, this guy's like, I feel like trying to be the quintessential footsteps. Yeah. FedEx Cup champion. Yeah. Who can't let? Yeah. You think he's you think he's built for major championships? I think he's trying to be built for this major championship era. His putting and his iron striking. I think if he gets the right few in there, he's gonna start taking them over. And I don't know. This might be the I, one tournament I mean, to spark I, up his fury. I feel like we haven't really heard yeah, much. Patrick Cantley. This year, I I feel like, I'm so. just saying, I feel like this is the tournament that's going to kind of put him back into the real sights of everybody because he's kind of been a non-factor in yeah. a lot of people's lineups and leagues. He does. The, he talks a lot about this trance-like state that he gets into, and that's how he wins, basically. That's how he won a bunch at the end of last year. Yeah. Um. And it's so interesting to think about how these guys are basically just trying to hypnotize themselves into doing well in this really heated environment. Right. Um, so much pressure, and you got to put yourself under a spell, or you're you're just going to be like everyone else who gets in their own way. Right. It's you know, hard. you, you got to step aside and just go through your motions. Yeah. I hope you're right, Sherm. I hope. I hope. I would love to see him win and, and that kind of you know, catapult him into a major championship because up till now, across the board, he's an amazing player. He hits almost every category that makes sense for a winner, but he does not have a good record of major championships. He does not come to play when it's major time. So I would love to see him get a major. That's what I'm saying. I hope this is the energy change that we all need to see from him because I feel like he's always had that mentality the fighting mentality of like, oh, I got to go out there and fight every day. I got to do this. I, you know, he's always hitting these crazy shots and he's always getting those nasty long putts, these crazy like tiger-esque putts. Yeah. He wants it. You can tell he wants it bad. He just needs to fix his game a little, correct a little bit to, or getting that, like you said, getting that trance of I need to win, I need to win, I need to win. And maybe he'll start, he'll start doing it. I think this is going to be the best tournament that he has to have that chance. I think he's. he's the I mean, yeah, he, he plays well there, obviously, and like we yeah. said, you know, he ended up get, getting that W after John Rom had to withdraw. Which yeah. I just want to throw this out there, by the way, guys, just a little tidbit. Obviously, Patrick Cantlay ends up winning the FedEx Cup that that year, um, and largely due to that win that kind of catapulted him for the rest of the season. John Rom started in the playoffs, the FedEx Cup playoffs, ranked fifth. And that was with that withdrawal. So just imagine if he ended up winning that tournament oh, last year, he wow. probably would have been the FedEx FedEx Cup champion. Yeah, totally shifted things. Wow. 
totally shifted. It changed everything. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he watched a lot of money go bye-bye. Are we underplaying, not even talking about Bryson, or is he just like a non-factor? He's really cheap this week. He's and no one's got much faith in him. Yeah, <laughs> is he just like out? Like if we all just he just like an injured long driver now, and we're I, just we're over it. I think Spot, we can hear the spikes in the locker room when we're we're done. I think he's washed I mean, up. Oh, yeah. Like I, well, no, I no, it, it's kind of like Bryce you got to wait. Shambo is wait washed up. No, I no, think he's just I like too. It. No, no, keep that, Zach. You hold your stance. You hold that. Yeah. All right, I'm holding you my stance. You said it. Own it. You own said it. it. You own it. I appreciate that take. I'm, I'm, I'm like right behind you. I'm agreeing with you. He's I washed. feel like I'm he's, pretty. He needs really to show there, me a win before I give some confidence again. I'm not I, throwing him in any lineups until he shows me something. Yeah. I don't like these big guys 100. like him and, yeah. and Brooks going well, with the yeah. with the muscles. I don't think that's what's gonna. The future of winning golf. I think it's more about like fast elasticity, dexterity, dexterity, right? Not short game. Yeah, not fucking big meaty. Oh, I could drive it four hundred mm. yards. Cool until you hit it into the rough and you have to chip out of that. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, exactly. We'll see. I'm on the same wavelength as you, Sherm. Like I'm, it's a waiting game for me. Got to see where it goes from here. I saw him in an interview earlier today, and he was saying he has a completely different mindset now since he's been out of golf for about seven months, and he's in a different place. Blah 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 blah. So I'm like, okay, well, let's see how that translates to your game. Are you going to still swing as hard as you fucking can on a, every single shot? Because uh, if so, you'll probably be injured again in two months. And it's just like, what do you like? The more the more club head speed you have, the more you're going to spin the ball. So, I mean, it goes all over the place. It's hard to tame 200 mile an hour ball speed. It's like, what's the point? Like, what, to get an extra 30 yards? Like, does it really help you if you still can't approach for shit? I don't know. These guys are really committed to improving, but I don't know if that's the right kind of improvement. Yeah, I don't like that kind of game. Not my game. Nah, he, he became a, a show. It's a, it's a side show at this point, which, like I said, wait and see. Maybe maybe his mindset did change. We'll see if he comes out in his game. He, he could be a, a great value this week. Before, you know what I will say about, yeah, sleeper. He could be a sleeper value. For those who want to be real risky, have, go for Bryson DeChambeau at none of our uh, expertise. I got a sleeper. I hope I don't spoil it for anyone. I don't know if you guys have him in the lineup, but. I just want to throw him out there. Oh, Harris English could be a sleeper. Ooh, Ooh Harris English. That's super, super cheap. Haven't He's been seen injured. Him in a while. It's his first tournament back in a long, long time. That's why. But wow. we know we know he's a good player, though. What's he valued at? Dude, he's in the 6K range, Oh, I think. my God. Wow. Value with a capital If not, oh low, low gosh. seven. So just wow. calling that yeah. out. So coming in hot here with our DraftKings picks – for the boys, for the Memorial Tournament. I'm going to pick my winner as we go because I just have such a stacked fucking lineup that I don't even know which one of these guys is going to win it until I'm feeling it. So we'll start it off here hot and heavy, always constant, number one, Matt Cooch. Gotta hang it down for Matt Kuchar. He's going to be hot and heavy in my lineup. He's only 7,800 bones. Guy's just been playing great golf lately. I feel like his iron game is going to get him there and his in his patient putting and just his patience for the game is really what's going to take him over in this tournament. So I think he's really going to be a good factor on this course. Then I'm going to bring it over to a little Davis Riley. I'm going with him again. I truly think this kid is just playing lights out golf and I think he's on the right track. And I just think he needs that one more tournament 
just get his bones fueled up. I think he's really in a, in, in a great zone. I think his iron game is great. I think his putting is great. I think he just shows so much promise. I love it. So I'm going Davis Riley. He's going to be in my lineup again this week. Then we bring it down to Ireland. Hitting you with a little power of Seamus. Hitting you with a little Seamus the Celtic warrior. Okay. Coming in hot. This guy is just a beast. He came in ninth in the PGA. 17th in the Byron Nelson. 27th in the Masters. 33rd in the Players. He's just a a great fucking golfer. That's all I can say about him. He's got power. Actually, power. And his putting. Fire. So, you know, what else? What else can you say about the guy? He's an accurate ball striker, too, off the tee. You know what I mean? He plays out of the fairway a lot, which is going to be huge this week. So I like that pick. Big, big. Absolutely. I feel like I might share that pick with you, Brendan. I feel like you're a big Seamus Power guy. Then I'm coming in hot with Mito Pereira. I mean, do I really have to say anything about Mito? He guy's on fire. Aside from that little mishap on that, you know, tournament where he kind of caught himself a little short there. Honestly, he's been playing incredible golf. The guy hasn't shot over a a 30-place round in, I don't know, six weeks, eight weeks. Guy's on fire. So I'm picking Mito to get a little nice nice little one-two this week and and take me home. Then I'm going to go with a little Hideki Matsuyama, throwing it out there, get the big boy some play. The injury prone kind of scares me slightly but I really think he's just going to fight through be tough and this is his kind of course let's be real he eats these kind of difficult courses for breakfast this is his kind of golf he likes pinpoint precision he loves his putting come on Hideki and he's got that power that everybody loves you want that power I love it man that's a great pick especially with his approach accuracy although he did lose strokes gained on approach during the PGA championship but Aside from that, the dude has been playing lights out. So we'll just call that a little hiccup. Hiccup there. And then the last but not least, we're going to put in a little for our boy, Joaquin Neiman. Throwing Mm. him in there. Got to give the guy from Chile a little love. I mean, come on. I can't ignore his irons. We can't just ignore that. We're just not going to pretend like those don't exist. So I got to give it to the guy. I mean, come on. He's played lights out recently. Total stud. Come on. I, don't even, I feel like we don't even have to talk about this because it's Brendan's boy and he talks about him every week anyway. But now I'm picking him. So he's converted to my lineup. He's we've, my boy now. Heard the, we've heard the term hot hands. Mm. He's getting passed around. He's got the chilly hands. Oh, <laughs> Zach. You're the dad joke of the century. Crush yeah. him. The, ch- the Chilean. Chilean. His dad's watched golf. Wow. Chilly hands. I see what he did there. Chilean hands. He's such a savage, this guy, Zach. <laughs> How many children dad do you have, Zach? <laughs> no kids. Wow. Just wasting dad jokes no, on adults. No, no kids, just love dad's <laughs> jokes. <laughs> wasting dad jokes on adults. And my winner, my big, big time winner, I've already announced all six. I'm just going to pick a winner out of these six. I'm going to go with Davis Riley. Oh, I love it. I'm going to go Davis, Davis Riley again. So hot. Guy's so hungry. He's hot. I think he's really going to just make it happen this week. Davis Riley Love is, it, dude. is a great player, and he's he's consistent like he might be the next Scotty, you know? I like he's that. He's getting hot like Scotty was hot earlier this year. He's just contending every week, and he's a new name. A lot of people don't know him, but go with the streak. And he doesn't have that pressure on him because he's a 
knower name kind of golfer. He doesn't have that big pressure like, oh, if you're in first place, you're Scotty. You got to be Scotty and be in first place. Like he doesn't have any of that yeah. real pressure. So if yeah. you're if he's in first place, good for him. You know, it's a good day. Yeah, but there's not like that overwhelming pressure as if you need to be somebody. Yeah. You know, he's just he's yeah. going out there and playing golf. He's at the beginning of he's, his career. He's been he's there too. Right. right. Trying I mean, to prove he played himself. in the playoff. Yeah, he played in the playoff with Sam, Sam Burns at the Valspar. So he's been there at, at least yeah. once now. You sure. know what I mean? So he knows if he gets in the mix again, it's not going to be new to him. No. Going on to Zach's mm. picks here. Let it rip. Yeah, so I'm sharing Matt Kuchar with you. Yes. Mr. Sherman. Let's go. Yeah, this, he's done too well at this event. He loves Muirfield. Always does well. Yeah. The the course just suits him, as you say. Yeah. Um, it's it's all about ball striking out here, uh, and that's what my lineup is geared towards. Yeah. I've got Keegan Bradley. Nice. is another pick who's been playing well. Second place at Wells Fargo. He had an eighth at Valero. So he's he's really been in the mix, the mix a lot recently. Yeah. Um, so I'm expecting him to contend. A great ball striker. And a Jordan um, player, too. Yeah. You know, throw a little love on the Jordan player. Yeah, yeah. Keegan Jordan. Bradley. Yeah. Keegan's got some great footwear. Hopefully it'll support him this week. Yeah. Going on to another couple great ball strikers. I've got Sung J.M., who uh, Brandon had before. And I think it's just a he's in he's been in contention. Great ball striking. Corey Connors, another great ball striker. Both of these guys are kind of mid value at eighty four and eighty nine hundred. And I'm sticking I, lo- I love your Sung Jay pick, by the way. Sung Jay. You got me on the Sung Jay wagon. Dude, uh, and this, I'm hooked. this, cor- this I think course this course is due. perfect for him. He's just I, that yeah. slow methodical swing. You know, I another slow swing, beautiful swing that I'm, I I skipped out on this week is Cam Young. I've been pretty consistent with yeah. my Cam Young picks, and he's he's done me well. But Sungjae and Corey, I don't know. I think this week those are the ball strikers who I've, I'm feeling most comfortable with. And then a little lesser, kind of a lesser known guy, I guess to the masses maybe, but a great player who's really gotten into phenomenal condition, Scott Stallings. He's, yeah, he's just played great last week. He played great last week with that fourth place and been doing well overall. Valero, he got 13th, so I like him. And my winner is Mr. Cam Smith. Ooh! Uh, I think Cam's coming back this week. He's back. He, he didn't do... Shady's he, back. Wow. He's back. Back again. I love this guy's game. I think he's just going to continue playing. And you've got Xander and um, Brennan's Rahm face and, right now with you picking Cam Smith yeah. is fucking amazing. Oh, really? Wow, dude. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a little blown away. Like, I'm so stoked because we, I mean, we love Cam Smith. It's exciting. There's yeah. nothing We're more a Cam than Smith group. To... We do. We all love Cam Smith. Yeah. Dude, I could drink a Foster's and eat some Cam Smith. Any, any all right, day. We're, I might have to but, drink uh, a Foster's on the inaugural tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I hope his mullet is well-groomed. Perfect. And the, the I, mustache is combed. Speaking of well-groomed <laughs> mullets, Brendan Lawson, time for your picks. Best, best mullet there is. The, the only thing I wanted to say and why I was so blown away, though, about Cam Smith, and I hope I hope this means nothing. I really do, but... You know what his record is at this tournament? No. 
terrible. In six events, six events, he's got four missed cuts. Wow. Wow. I didn't know that, but Zach going I'm, with a very I'm ballsy sticking, call now. I'm he's sticking, sticking with, with him. <laughs> I'm hey, sticking no, with hey, him. He's sticking yeah, with him. It is what it is. He's a different player than he was last year, right? So, I mean, the dude's a baller, great putter. Yeah. He can come I'm out. I'm playing into the randomness of the yeah. week. I like it. I like it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I actually kind of All like right. that he's an underdog now. Yeah, let's go. We like underdogs. Yeah, absolutely. And the thing is, too, whenever I pick somebody, they do poorly. So, if I'm shitting on your guy, he's probably going to win. <laughs> Perfect. You're right throwing the good your vibes picks, on baby. my guy. So, congratulations, Zach. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I guess, I guess I'll just throw these out now that they don't matter. You know what I mean? So I'll, I'll kick my lineup off with a little Irishman as well. Sherman, but not the power. Shane Lowry. Oh, Shane Lowry. I love Shane Lowry. I love my, my big man. This guy has probably been in multiple lineups of mine this, this year. He's one of my favorite players on tour. He's great. On approach play, he's eighth on the tour. He's accurate off the tee. He's 22nd in tee to green and sixth in strokes gained total. So I feel like he's going to be a really consistent player for me. He often finds himself in the mix. I could easily see him being somewhere in the T10 area. Nice. Next, I got two guys from the same place. Little Joaquin Neiman, little Mito Pereira. Wow. Oh, the Chilean. You share two players. What's going on here? Oh. What's going on here, Sherm? Wow. Was there some collusion? Joaquin. There was not any collusion either. No, nah, wow. dude. Honestly, I loved your picks. I didn't want to say too much about them because I had them too. I mean, you wow. got Joaquin Neiman. Mm-hmm. I've, been, I've been talking this guy up all season. He's 18th off the tee. He's 10th around the green, which is going to be huge this week. 12th tee to green and 15 in strokes gain total. The guy is consistent across the board. Uh, I feel like he's going to be in contention. I love the guy. Mito Pereira, we talked about him. He's been on a tear lately. He gives me a little bit of a scare because he's not phenomenal around the green, and I think that's going to be huge this week. He's experienced, that's all. He just needs some age. He is experienced. He is experienced. Um, but beyond that, I mean, every other category across the board, he is uh, he's a lead in. So I love me a little bit of Mita Prayer. Hope he continues to stay hot. Nice. Next, I got a little Chris Kirk action. Ooh, uh, I wow. wouldn't even be surprised if success. Chris Kirk ended Kirk. up winning this week. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Might win this week Fine. even. So that's he's so throw a couple dollars winner, on uh, Kirk there for Brett. Chris Kirk. Dude, the guy's playing phenomenal golf. He played great last week. He's Eighth around the green on tour. Again, I feel like that's going to be a major stat this week. He could get hot with his putter. He's eighth tee to green and his 16th in strokes gain total. So, nice. again, just another guy very consistent across Solid. the board. Um, but that key stat around the green, I think, is going to be huge this week, guys. Mm. Next, maybe a little bit more collusion, or maybe it's just the trifecta, my boys. Ashton Kutcher's dad. I got Matt Kutcher. Oh, oh Matthew. we all picked Kutcher. <laughs> Let's go. Wow. Dude, he's a staple. Wow. He's, a staple. He's, a he's a fucking lineup staple. If you yeah. haven't put Matty in your lineups every fucking tournament, you're just an idiot because he's been playing great fucking golf. And he's experienced. Hey. He's patient. He knows how to wait and play the game. He knows how to do it. Like, he's not dumb. He's yeah. very smart. Hey, we either just picked, like we said, the staple on the, on tour 
or I just fucked all three of us for the for the week. <laughs> yeah. um, exactly. <laughs> so who's the big no, winner then, Brandon? One thing I do want to say though, just staying on the around the green, Kucher is uh, first on tour around the green. So, oh wow, I love uh, the step. winner. The winner. I'm going to bring it around town and back to a little Sherman love here. Matt Fitzpatrick. Wow, I'm jealous. Whoa. That's who I wanted to put in yeah. my lineup, but I couldn't Matt finagle the numbers. Patrick. Dude, I, I feel like this course is built for him, man. He's 13th off the tee. He's an accurate driver. He's 29th on approach, 11th around the green, 10th on putting, 5th tee to green, and 1st in strokes gained total. This guy is built to win this tournament, and I feel like this might be the one that he finally gets that W in the U.S. I honestly don't disagree with him at all, and I really, like as much as I, I love, love Davis Riley, it. I could completely see Fitzpatrick winning this thing, and I'm going to absolutely throw dollars down on him on the side just to throw on a win. Catch me definitely doing that. So that's a big advice that me and Brendan can give to you this week is either put Fitzpatrick in a top 10 or top 20. If you're feeling real bold, throw him that W. He's not far off, I will say. Wow. Yo, one thing I noticed, though, well, I mean, shit, Sherm, you and I are pretty much aligned with <laughs> half of our lineup. Yeah, we share four uh, picks. Holy shit. Yeah. Dude, uh, no one no one called out Rory? Rory. Rory no, this week. no, no Rory this week. I mean, Rory I know the long Zander. drive is going to be good, and but I just, I don't know, man. I think Zach had a good point. We were talking off air earlier that the big names, I think, it might not be a factor. I just think it's going to be more so like the uh, scrappier, hungry. I don't know. Maybe older guy. Yeah. What if Rory or Jokes I mean, on Xander? Us, we didn't say anything about Xander. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's done well at the Memorial. I what think. about Victor Hovland? Yeah. Victor Hovland's going to be coming out hot with a lot of good play. Yeah, Vicky. You know, he's he's not a he's not a bad value either. He's pretty good. And John Rom. Yeah. We talked know, about him. None of know, us picked John Rom. Yet he's the best ball striker on the planet. None of us picked him. John Rahm. Well, his his approach play has been not up to par recently, to be honest, man. And I think that's going to be a big piece of it. Yeah. He's not playing as he was <laughs> uh, the previous couple of seasons when he was, you know, contending or, or winning. But yeah, I mean, I could easily see Rahm winning it. Canelay, you know, we we called him out their past winners. I think Rory is pretty suited for this, to be honest. Uh, you know, he had a T eighteen last year. He's 35th and scrambling. He's third tee to green. Uh, but Zach, you called out Xander Shoffley. I think he's a sneaky pick. He's got nice course history with a T14, T13, T11. Um, he's been playing really good golf. So I, I think he could be a sneaky pick for his someone. Va- what's out his there, value? Sure. He's up there? He's 10,200, 10, I think. No value. He is high, high. Yeah, he's up there. He's Dang. like your one of your top guys. Yeah, that's what it is. But, you know, that's. Uh... Still, you got to take a little risky for the biscuit. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, especially, I mean, when you look at, you know, when when people are looking at who to bet here, obviously Cantlay and Rom, they have that course history. They've, they're past winners. Uh, so in that same relative range, you know, you might be wanting to look at somebody that has a little less ownership. And yeah. that might be that, that Xander Shopley. Yeah. That's it. Wow. Well said, boys. 